Hey gentlemen, this is Robert Nolan. Welcome to the Sword and Shield Devotionals for Men. I've been having some conversations lately with um, some men, some pastors, some young men. One of the things I'm hearing a lot um, in this season of isolation and is loneliness is occurring. Um, and a lot of different, particularly negative emotions and fears and various things are, are popping up. And, and one of the things I'm hearing is potentially some things that have been put away a long time ago or current victories have been happening in a certain area. And all of a sudden, because of the circumstances we're in, so much isolation, so much aloneness, um, that things are popping back up and people are struggling with maybe an addiction that hadn't had struggled with in years or some sort of issue that you really thought was kind of put away. There was a lot of victory in is coming back up and it's, it's raising its head again in your life um, just because of the nature of the circumstances. And so one of the things I wanted to do today is just offer some, some practical principles, some encouragement. Most of these are in my new book, believe, become, be, becoming the man God believes you can be. But um, so I just want to walk through a few things that might could help you if you find yourself in that circumstance or situation. One is, and I, I like to give guys analogies, is if you, know, if you were ever in a circumstance, and maybe some of you listening have been in this circumstance where you've been somewhere where a public place where a shooting took place or somebody walked in with a gun and began to shoot people. Uh, today, that can be everything from a mall to a restaurant to a church. It could be just about a workplace. It can be just about anywhere. But if that were to ever happen to any of us, then what would occur is every time we walked into something like that, into, back into another circumstance like that, you would probably look at it differently. Let's just say you're at a mall and suddenly a food court and suddenly a shooting broke out and people were being shot and you were able to get out and escape. Every time you walk back into a mall, especially if you walk back into a food court, you would look at that differently. You would see that differently. What you would do and and what I tend to do anywhere I'm at now because of the nature of our culture in a, in a public place is I spot the exit signs. I'm looking for the exit signs. I'm where are the escape routes. If something were to happen in here, where would I go? What would I do? What would be my plan of action? You know, and literally when you train yourself to do that, you can start coming up with some pretty good ideas pretty quickly in various public places. Would it work? Well, you don't know until you, it's actually you're actually in that setting and you apply what you think you would do, but um, but at least you can think it through in advance. And that's really the key here is okay, so you walk back into your home, you walk back into your apartment, you walk back in your office, or you go to a certain place, wherever you are, and the attack comes. The shooting starts, so to speak, on your heart, on your life, and, and a temptation starts to flood you. You know, where are your escape routes? What do you do? First Corinthians 10, 13, um, God said, he said, God will, doesn't tempt man. Uh, God would never do that. But all temptation is common to man, meaning we're all tempted. But then it says... God always provides a way of escape. Some translations worded a little bit differently, but that's what that's what a lot of the versions say is basically it's saying there's a way out. God will always give you a way out. So you're never going to be in a tempting situation where God goes, sorry, there's no nothing you can do about this, man. You're just locked in. You're cornered. You might as well give in. That's not going to happen. He's saying, as a particularly as a believer, what he's saying is that will come. But he's always going to give you a way out. Now, do you have one way out of this particular situation? Do you have five ways out? Well, sometimes that's really up to us is to figure out how many different escapes can I come up with? What what different escape routes can I do? You know, one of the very simple ones is if you're in a particular environment, 
that is tempting for you, if you don't live there, if that's not a normal place you hang out, then it's just a principle to say, I'm not going back into that environment. I mean, you know, it just makes sense. If somebody's really struggling with, with, with alcohol or if they are an alcoholic, you know, frequenting bars is not smart. Well, it's the same kind of principle with any of us, with anything that we're doing that we want to stop, that we want to uh, curb, we want to quit, is don't walk back into those situations again. Now, if it's your home, if it's your place you live, it's your workplace or whatever, it's a whole different matter because you got to be there. So you got to plan other different types of escape groups. So one of them is, first of all, a great plan is to get accountability. Just, is there a friend? Is there a buddy? Is there a worker? Is there, is there a family members or somebody that you can open up with and say, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. I need your help. Very often, it's great as, particularly as guys, to have male friends that may struggle with same some areas or, or maybe different ones, but they get it. Like they get being tempted. They get struggling with something. And so you have somebody that you can call, that you can text, that you can FaceTime, whatever you got to do to help yourself escape that circumstance. You, you, you make a plan in advance of if this happens, here's what I'm going to do. You know, none of us can look at any temptation and just go, well, that's it. There's nothing I can do. I'm just a, I'm just a victim. We're never a victim unless we choose to be a victim. So what we have to do is say, like, what am I going to do to get out of this? Am I going to phone a friend? Am I going to text a friend? Am I going to face? Do I need to FaceTime somebody to see somebody's face and look them in the eyes at what I need to do? Very often, and I know that's harder right now because we're all isolated, but but in most places in the world, you it's not they're not saying you can't go outside. I realize right now some are. But maybe sometimes you just need to leave. If you have to go walk around your uh, house or your apartment building or up the block or whatever, is get out of your current environment or situation so you can't escape the current circumstances. Distract yourself, change your mind, listen to music, pray, get out your Bible, whatever you got to do to get your mind going into a different place. One of the things that's really important, I think, that we understand too is is in a certain circumstance like right now in a season where so many people are isolated is what we have to do is realize like what is triggering me especially if we're struggling with something we haven't struggled with in a very long time and suddenly it's there this is a great time to identify what is the trigger i want to tell you most of the time in physical temptations where there's something we want to physically do um, in a sin very often there has been an emotional trigger that's that's causing us to want to act out physically. So it's very important, especially if I struggle with something in a while and it's come back, coming back up, it's flying back up in your face, is to literally say, okay, what emotions am I feeling that are causing this trigger to want me to do something physically? Because that's very important, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually. What is going on in me? What am I feeling? And it's a really important thing sometimes to talk to a friend, to talk to a family member about how what you feel. You don't necessarily have to talk about the temptation. You can talk about how you feel. It's a great thing to do to write it down, to write out what you're feeling, to write out what you're struggling with, to get that outside of yourself. You know, I think one of the one of the strong ways that the enemy attacks us as men, particularly, is something gets in our head and our heart, and we don't let it escape. We let it just roll around in there and float around in there and bounce around like a BB in a concrete room. And we just can't escape it. We can't get rid of it. Why? Because we've trapped it inside of our own minds. So it's very important to talk that through, to talk about the feelings, to confess. And James tells us to confess to one another. That's one of the reasons. Get it outside of yourself so it's no longer just your struggle. You're sharing the struggle and the burden. So it's very important that we identify the triggers 
because that's one of the ways that the enemy keeps us trapped is he keeps us alone. He keeps us isolated. And just because many of us now all over the world are, are physically isolated does not mean we have to be emotionally isolated. We have to be spiritually isolated. We have to be psychologically isolated. It's, it's just physical, but it can feel like those other things are isolated, but that's not at all true. We may be physically isolated, but we are not emotionally, spiritually, or psychologically, mentally isolated, unless we're just going to choose to, and that is a choice. So identifying triggers to struggles is a very, very important thing to do, Um, and know that the enemy has a plan and God has a plan, and he has a way of escape. Lastly, uh, I just want to share a really important aspect of this besides besides, um, just escape plan, accountability, and identifying your triggers and getting a plan of what you're going to do. Lastly, I want to talk about the principle of replacement. You know, if you spend two or three hours a day doing something every day, whatever that activity may be, and all of a sudden that is stopped, you cannot do that. What's interesting about us as humans is very often when we when we get that idle time in our lives and we really don't have a plan, we really don't know what we're going to do with it, we can get ourselves in trouble. That's the best way for guys to get in trouble is to have idle time, especially big blocks of idle time, especially alone, that we don't know what we're going to do. So the principle of replacement simply means this, like suddenly, whether it's a choice or it's not a choice, like we're going through right now, is suddenly I am alone. Suddenly I have time on my hands. Suddenly I have idle time. Suddenly I'm not sure what I'm going to do. And I'm bored with what I've been doing to entertain myself or whatever. Well, what we have to do is decide on something new to do. You know, never has there been a better time in the world for any of us to begin to exercise than right now. And I know we're limited in where we can go, what we can do. There's no gyms open. There's things like that. But for most of us in most countries, we can still go out and walk alone or walk with a spouse or our family member that we are living with. We can get out. We can we can do something physical. We can also, you know, there's push-ups, there's sit-ups, there's calisthenics, there's all these things that we don't even need equipment to do. We just need a little bit of space to do. To just to start to burn off energy to 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 increase endorphins. That's a huge, huge way to help ourselves when we're struggling with something, when we're bored, is to is to exert ourselves physically. That's going to help us mentally, spiritually, psychologically, and every other way when we do that. So we have to learn to replace idle time with a good thing. A really important thing for a believer to do, and I'll, I'll share this in closing is if you have time on your hands in any circumstance, and even when we get past this particular season we're in, and you have something that you decide you're going to stop or quit, you need to go to God and say, God, I want to quit this. I want to stop this. I don't want this anymore. Help me find something positive, productive that I can replace this with. Ask God to show you what that is. There's so many incredible things we can do to grow, to educate ourselves, to expand our mind, to do something positive and productive in our lives. And, you know, a great thing to do if you haven't already started doing this, if it's not a regular part of your life, or maybe it was at one point, but you really stopped, is just spend a few minutes every day talking to God, listening to God, and reading Scripture. That is going to support every area of your life. And just one more simple thing. We've got to remember that, as particularly as guys, we look at our lives as compartments. We see our lives as, as all the different things that we do, all the different things that we do that we're trying to do is we, we see those as just little compartments. Like think about a waffle and all the little pieces of a waffle. We see those as separate, like nothing really touches in our lives. So that's flat out not true. So if something really great 
we begin to do something really great in our lives that's affecting us in one area, it's going to spill over into others. It's going to start to affect other parts of our life. If we do something really bad for us, destructive, that's negative, guess what? We can't keep it compartmentalized. At least eventually, it is going to spill out. It's going to affect other areas of our life. So, hey, guys, I hope that today you've gotten something, some little piece of truth or principle that maybe will encourage you, that maybe will help you, that will um, will give you some victory, and and at least get a plan. Start to figure out how you can get a plan so you're not just going to get beat up by the enemy, but you and God get together and say, what can you do right now to use this time to really grow, to really produce good things in my life and, and do the right thing that we should be doing? So, guys, be safe, be strong, hang in there. Go get them.